Welcome to Trivial Debates. Welcome to Trivial Debates. It is August 21st, 2022. We've got a brand new panel of excellent, intelligent, argumentative gentlemen that are here to discuss their subjects. And I've got the questions and hopefully they've got the answers because uh, we're going to have a little debate time. We're going to present these topics and each gentleman is going to present their subject matter in such a way that I have to give them a point based off the argument, not based off of what I like. So that being said, I'm going to introduce our panel. But first, we've got Jody Simpson. Hello. How are you today, Jody? Eh, tired. Good to but hear. That's good a, to hear. But that's Plenty okay. of energy. It'll only give them a better advantage, really. And uh, next up, we got Davin, the unbeaten Skellhorn, who's apparently been replaced by Urkel. <laughs> I believe, he, I believe he didn't even make the speed round last episode. If, if Get I out of here, Urkel. <laughs> Looking sharp, Davin. Likely that upgrade an image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Can, can my, Davin my, be on a podcast without using a figurine? <laughs> I don't think so, no. I'm unlikely, unlikely. Man. <laughs> and last but not least, we got Christopher Seymour. Yeah. Hopefully you got some good answers for us, Chris. From what I've uh, what I've got in the books, from what everyone submitted, it's going to be a good damn time today. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm going off script. I'm completely off. Like I, I don't know yeah. what to say here. Yeah. Don't even <laughs> uh, all right. So I guess we'll just get this started. You guys know what to do. You follow us on Trivial Debates, Twitch, YouTube, Twitter, wherever social media is. You know where to find us. So we're going to get this show started on the road. I am fucking rambling. I'm so sorry, guys. All right. Let's start it up. All right. Let's start ding, it ding, up. ding. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. Wait, why are my sound? Oh, hold on. I, Sorry. Hang on. Technical. All right. All right. For the movies, if in all of sci-fi, what ship in all of sci-fi could destroy <laughs> the Death Star? We're going to start with Jody for this one. All right. I've made this very easy. Who is more trained to know what the weaknesses of the Death Star are than the people that created it? And so I decided to pick the executor class Star Dreadnought from Star Wars, which is better known as the ship that Vader runs around in. Uh, this is a 19 kilometer long ship. Uh, so it's a big boy. Uh, it also has a total of um, thousands of people on board, uh, titanium reinforced hull, as well as 5,000 turbo lasers. Turbo lasers, I don't know how powerful each one of them are, but when you got 5,000 of them, it doesn't matter. A nice little, after you take over and try to destroy the Death Star and you have a little bit of problems and you want to weaken it up a bit, you also have your TIE fighters, your TIE bombers, and your TIE interceptors as well to help out with the fleet, uh, which is all carried on this one ship. Uh, so overall, familiar with the uh, familiar with the technology, <coughs> know its weaknesses, huge, and can definitely take it down. Oh, look all at that. Right. Nice and sweet. 
Got a star destroyer under the clock. Good, good answer, Jody. Good answer. But it's not over yet. We got Davin coming in. He's got a hot one on this one. What do you got for us, Davin? You, you can butter his toast all you like there, Judge, but that was, in fact, not a good answer. The only good answer is mine, and that is Tatu, the world ship, which is Galactus's ship. Now, my uh, illustrious uh, uh, co-debaters here, um, are basically arguing fleas on the back of my tiger. So Tatu is the size of a solar system. Yes, there it is. It actually has like has stars and planets caught in its gravitation. It has all of the most. In fact, Reed Richards says an infinite amount of just mind-bogglingly powerful futuristic technology and an infinite amount of it. Like it's it it's one of its functions is to destroy solar systems. Okay, so like the Death Star is. Again, a flea upon what it can do. It's 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 almost hard to conceive of how mind-bogglingly huge and powerful the ship is. It's the size of a solar system. Like it doesn't even make sense. He he started. It's been he's been building it for millennia. Um, what and another thing it can do is devour planets specifically. So like like Death Star again is nothing. It's 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 mind-bogglingly crazy. <laughs> mind-boggling atmosphere of planet controlling ships that could eat a death star interesting i like it i like the concept eat a solar system. A, and a solar system it's a whole bring it down I, I i think that's a solid answer but we still have one more contender in this house chris seymour what do you got for us that could take down the death star okay what i, I called this i knew this from the minute the question was asked chris just so what we all know. <laughs> let me guess it's voltron the answer is 100% Voltron. <laughs> Voltron's not a ship. Uh, the one from Legendary Defender. And I'm telling you right away, I knew your number one argument was going to be that Voltron is not a ship. Listen it's to not. me. Voltron is, is driven by five pilots, okay? We got the black one, the green one, the red one, the blue one, the yellow one. They, it, it, it can, Voltron flies. It is a ship. It cannot be driven Without these guys in it, Voltron is not a robot. Voltron does not drive by himself. And he's, he is the defender of the universe. And there is nothing that has ever stopped Voltron before. There's nothing he's never defeated. He would bring out his mighty sword. All he has to do is bring out the mighty sword. And the Death Star would be cut in half. There is no debate about this. Um, there's, there's, there's every episode of Voltron and there's nothing that the mighty sword all right, has all right, all right. this cut in half. Time, time's up so far. I've heard right. the mighty sword will cut the Death Star in half. Yeah, let me go concept. first here. I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing how this is going to go down. That I would like to sense. jump in here. Why should my tiger have to debate these fleas? It makes no <laughs> sense. Like... My, your, my ship could destroy the Death Star and my opponent's ships here all at the same time without even noticing. They would just get caught in its gravity and torn apart. Like, it's the size of a solar system. It has Galactus on it and all of the most crazy technology in, in the universe. It's, it, it's not even a fair fight here. Like, Davin, you're, I don't, I, I've never even heard of your ship before. I don't even know. I mean, what comics? It so, yeah, yeah I'm not, I don't know what it is. It's Tatu, he named after his own planet. I think you made it up for this argument. Oh, no. <laughs> it truly, truly exists. There it is. He looked at the uh, Mobius strip-shaped 
solar system size mm. size that ship. It's 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 not a fair fight, fellas. It can it, it's literally made to eat solar. Come on, Joey, help me out on this one. Fight him. There's, oh, there's no fight I'm, to be had. I'm just waiting for you two to be done. Well, I <laughs> I'm that confident. Your little flea cannot do anything to my solar system of, of All right, am I, technology. Is it my turn now. I yeah, think my flea could destroy okay, it. So Davin's, okay, shut up for a second. Dav, Davin has come with the same thing that he always does, which is mine's bigger, so it's gonna win. All right, <laughs> no, whatever. it's still of infinite okay, technology. Number one, it's not even from the same universe. Who cares? And on top of that, it's in that a wasn't comic the book. You've never seen any realization all of, of this other than a comic book. In yeah. all of sci-fi. Yeah, I wouldn't call Marvel exactly sci-fi, really. But anyway, that's it's absolutely science fiction, ah, especially whatever. the fantastic science fiction space-driven stories. Yeah. Anyway, and as for as for Voltron, yes, um, I think you've lost a little bit on the calculation of the size of your vehicle versus the size of the Death Star. Like you're telling me, it could just slash it with its blade. It would take yes. years to do that well, because it's way know, bigger. Uh, it and it would take millennia to do that to the my thing. Yeah, and also cool. if a ship takes a millennia to make, yeah. Uh, number one, mine uh, the 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 uh, 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 sorry the Death Star is in a galaxy way beyond far far long time ago. All right, so <laughs> right your ship is created way past the era of uh, of uh, the Death Star even being. No, created. no, we're talking galactic time here. This ship was still built galactic before any of that silly time. Star Wars oh, stuff. Because it's happened. a galactic ship. No, because he was born like Galactus was born okay, a million okay, years okay, after right, the Big okay, Bang, okay. and anyway, then he I'm built his ship. gavin has got the same excuse, which is I've got oh. something bigger. Yeah, no, it's just it's, right. it's a, so, a, a pause, solar pause, system pause. size ship that eats solar systems and has Galactus on it with infinite technology. <laughs> All right, pause. Okay. So Dave asked the made a comment. This is a movie question, right? Are Chris and Davins in the movies? Uh, the Galactus movie will be portion very soon. of the the, <laughs> I, the movie portion out. of the question is the Death Star. I yeah. emphasize in all of sci-fi, it could be written, movie, television, whatever, because I feel like it's a large genre. These fit within the category, so yes, I believe their answer is uh, substantial. That being said, from what I've heard, I'm pretty confident on the choice I want to make, but I'm going to give you guys one minute each for final thoughts. Jody. Uh, Seymour is, is out of the water. I don't even need to bother with it. Uh, as, as for, as for Davins again, just because you can sit here and bark about how yours is bigger and how it kills solar systems and stuff, it's never bothered to be in the same universe. So you don't know if it's even compatible to kill it. You have no what? idea. We're, we're talking about multiverses here and I'm picking the thing oh, from yeah, all these multiverses and, it's and Marvel, licenses. So it has to be multiverse. We're talking about all of sci-fi relating to Star Wars. We're talking oh, about man. multiverses. You are That's just the question. Strings here. So I anyway, chose my, the thing. My, my technology of... exists in the same universe. And so therefore, just... it would. Right, this is the question. All right, Jerry, I'm heard you. Voltron is a defender of the universe. He's never lost. He's the defender of the universe. He can defend the universe. That's his job. That's what he does. All right, Davin, do you have any final thoughts? Well, look, I was going to choose to Defiant for fun, but then I'm like, you know what? What is the craziest ship I can think of in all of everything I've ever encountered? And that's Tatu. It's it's ridiculous. It, it makes no sense. Galactus could destroy your guy's stuff by yourself, by himself, easily. 
And this right, ship right. is I've the made size of a solar system. I've made my choice. I've, I've made my choice. Uh, first off, Chris, the, the, there's no way in hell a tiny sword's going to cut through the Death Star. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's not it's, not it's a mighty sword. <laughs> I'm sorry. A tower-sized sword is not going to cut through a fucking planet. I'm sorry. It's just not happening, Chris. I'm sorry. Well, it's between eventually. Jody and Davin at this point. Jody, I did love your points. Uh, I, I love the, the specs that you gave on uh, Vader's ship. However, I didn't hear how it could actually destroy the Death Star. You gave specs and, and barometers, and you did mention turbo lasers, but I don't honestly see a bunch of turbo lasers destroying the ship. Also, the, the question, fact that the question, I can't see Vader. The, the question had nothing to do with how it would do it. It just said what could do it. So well, why do I need to argue that? that? Okay, well, to be fair, it's turbo lasers versus an entire solar system that swallows planets and has infinite amounts of power <laughs> technology. I have to give it to Davin for this point. Yeah. All right. Marvel shill. Anyway. Anyways, I said not my, my Voltron will destroy it. I did say how. Your Voltron is garbage. Get over it. <laughs> With a sword that he would... I am Galactus. I devour right, We're moving on to TV. We're moving on to TV. All right. So Korean drama, extraordinary attorney Wu is quickly climbing up the Netflix charts. And it got me thinking, what other show involving a, a lawyer or attorney as a protagonist would be considered better than the rest? Uh, we started with Joey last time. So Chris, let's start with your answer. Okay, my answer um, is uh, a show that I really enjoy watching. Um, it's on TV. It's uh, is um, it's called Bull, um, and he is a um, uh, what what Bull does is he is a, a jury selection specialist. Um, yeah, there he is. There's Doctor Bull right there. He's a jury selection specialist, and I really enjoy watching this show. Like I look forward to every episode. Um, like he, uh, he, he weeds out, um, uh, like he gets like cases against them that are like insurmountable. They seem insurmountable, like a murder case or a child rape case or something. And then he, he chooses the jurors properly, um, to, to, uh, be people who are understanding to that situation. Um, and it's, it's just amazing to watch how he does it. And, and the clients are so um, thankful after. Like I, I've I've seen episodes where he loses cases. Like he doesn't even win, but it's just an amazing show to watch. All right, we got Bull from Chris. He's uh, an amazing show to watch, from what I hear from Chris. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we're gonna move on to Davin with his answer for the Lori Attorney question. All right, mine is Boston Legal. Boston Legal is one of my favorite shows ever, and I don't really like lawyer shows um but it's just a insanely good written show um it's funny it has a lot of drama wit it has um like um uh, just standout actors and the roles they play are like perfect for those actors like you've got Star Trek lovers here. We've got uh, Odo there. We got William Shatner, Candace Bergen, Murphy Brown. We got James Spader. I mean, even the other actors that come in and out. Betty White's in this show, and she's amazing. Um, it, it created the bromance. The bromance between Alan, James Spader's character, and um, Denny Crane 
William Shatner's character are is is legendary. Like they they sleep in the same bed. Like it's it's freaking hilarious. Um, they're flamingos. They call themselves because male flamingos mate for life um, or pair up for life. Um, uh, it's William Shatner's best role. William Shatner's best role is not Captain Kirk. It's Danny Crane, and it's it's an amazing show. So Davin's for Danny Crane, Boston Legal, and James Spader. An excellent Danny answer. Crane. I do agree. Uh, Danny Crane, sorry, yes. And with the final answer, we got Jody. What do you got for us, Jody? All right. Well, I didn't pick two terrible choices like they did. Uh, I picked Better Called Sal, uh, which is the trials and tribulations of criminal lawyer Jimmy McGill. Figured someone was going to choose that. Well, yeah, because y'all probably tried to. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> I didn't. Uh, so Saul Caldwell, which Saul. is actually a, uh, is obviously not his real name. Uh, he was originally Jimmy, uh, Jimmy McGill. Uh, and this is before. So this is like a prequel to Breaking Bad, which was also a very good show. Uh, but the, the best thing about this show is it's got good humor in it. Uh, it's got uh, really interesting storylines at times. Uh, and on top of that, it's got a character that really you don't know if you want to root for him or if you want to see him fail. Uh, so it has all those things on top of that. It's got an IMDB rating of, of 8.9 currently as of this recording, um, which is actually higher than both of the other ones that were already mentioned. Uh, wow. Solved. IMDB. <laughs> well, no, not necessarily solved, but I, I'll, I'll tell you later why. Uh, but overall, it's just a better show uh, in my opinion. Now, Boston legal is a good show. Don't get me wrong. Nope. Yeah, that's time. So we got, the jurors in the stand, which is Boston Legal, Bull, and Better Call Saul. So, now it's up to you three gentlemen to debate who is better of them all. You know what? I think my show uses, like, a, it, like it, it's interesting because they use, the, the, the main protagonist, Bull, he's a very cocky guy, yet he uses, like, high-tech technology, um, human intuition, uh, to understand the jurors, to understand the the trial lawyers, to understand the witnesses, and it's it's just like it it makes for such an interesting show to watch because you never know the twists and turns that are going to happen in it. Is he a lawyer? Um, like what? Is he a lawyer? His brother-in-law is the lawyer in the I show. I don't care. Is he <laughs> a lawyer? <laughs> His brother-in-law is the lawyer. Is he a lawyer or Benny? Because that's exactly the what the question said in the in the show. They are both the protagonists. Um, so yes, <laughs> okay. Uh, he runs a housing corporation. Danny yes. Crane. Danny Crane. It's a legal show. Look, look, I if better call Saul, I don't know anything about it, but if it's like uh breaking bad, I can get three episodes into breaking bad. So whatever. It's like oh, well, clearly popular of the, the type of TV at the time, about. whatever. But Boston Legal is timeless. Well, that on right now. Bad. It's amazing. Um the reason Boston Legal is the best, though, is it does have that thing that kind of defines a lawyer show. No, it has that thing that. <laughs> well, that's how like you lawyers, started your lawyer show. Like lawyer shows. Star Trek in it. <laughs> lawyer shows have that Perry Mason moment. You know what I mean? At the end of the show, where like the lawyer, you know, makes his case, and that's supposed to win over the audience and the jury at the same time, and that sort of thing. And it's like, there are morality plays, and that's what Boston Legal does. And it's also the journey of two wildly selfish characters, Danny and Alan, and how their friendship makes them both better people. And it, it, so it has that connective tissue, but it also has that individual episode 
Perry Mason moment thing that defines a lawyer show. And Alan's usually the one to deliver that. And it's his speeches at the end of these shows are just incredible. Um, Whatever. Better call Saul. Get out of here. And Bull, is he a lawyer? Like, whatever. He's not a lawyer. (laughs) Bull Bull was actually actually, uh, manufactured after a guy named Phil McGraw. Who yes, was a was real not a lawyer? Um, who, who actually did this for a living? And was um, not a so, lawyer. So it's my my show has more of a uh, not a made up factor, but like this actually and not happened. a lawyer. This stuff actually yeah. happened. And mine was written by the uh, writer and creator of The Practice, another very popular lawyer show. Yeah. And it was actually a spinoff of The Practice. And okay, like, okay, okay. I'm hearing a lot of like what the show is, but I'm not hearing arguments of who's better of the three. Oh, um, mine's better so because I, it has I, everything. It has that Perry Mason thing. It so it is that want, lawyer mine's... show type. But it, it it's okay, so okay, hilarious. okay. One at a time here. So we'll start with Davin. Give us one minute. I'm gonna do final it's, thoughts. It's here. it's I'm hilarious. It's, it's freaking hilarious. And the characters, like I can't like to have it in the in a show again. William Shatner, James Spader, Betty White, Renee O'Bourgeois, Candace Bergen, and they're all acting their asses off. Like they're. This show is taken incredibly seriously by the people in it and that write it. And it's one of the best shows ever made. It, 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 each episode is infinitely re- rewatchable. And so again, arg- it has that lawyer is- thing. It's it is a lawyer show. These other shows don't so strike me as lawyer is, shows. Uh, uh, they really just have good to- actors on it. Yeah, 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 no, and for great performances and great characters. Like you know what my characters that these actors have played. My best argument is that the show is very unpredictable. Like Bull doesn't even always win. Is so, he a lawyer? Like, I hate watching lawyers. Can't shows. win. No, like the win at what? Win. Poker. He's a consultant <laughs> for, for juries. That's all he is. Like, come on, Have you ever man. watched You're the show? Stretching though? hard on this one. Have you okay, watched the show? I'm gonna make this really easy. You know what's nice about Better Call Sal? Is the fact that I get to see the other side of the equation. I get to see the 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 crime, the all, all all of the bad things because somebody has to represent the bad people too. Okay, you guys get the oh, you know, everybody's just trying to be the hero and win. You know, Sal's just trying to not die. Uh, oh no, you know Boston Legal trying to not get killed all the time by all these shady people that are around them and stuff like that. It it makes for a more entertaining show. Why do I want to see twenty shows that are the exact same things when I can have one that is completely different? All right, I've heard it. I've heard enough. That's 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 enough for me to decide the choice here. Um, I don't want to be stereotypical and uh, pick the obvious choice here, but I think I have to pick the obvious choice, which is Better Call Saul. I'm why sorry, is that the obvious but, choice? Uh, why uh, is that the obvious choice? Chris is one well, based on what Jody said. No, well, yes, exactly. Based on what Jody said, he mentioned the IMDb rating. He mentioned the uh, highly acclaimed Breaking Bad and the show that it's connected to. Um, Boston Legal, although you didn't make a lot of great points about Boston Legal, and I was about to give it to you, uh, when you were like, I've only watched three episodes of Breaking Bad, and you turned it off, I was like, oh. Yeah, it was bad. I don't (laughs) think you, no, no, Breaking Bad is one of the greatest shows, but that's an argument for another day. Everybody, Chris, you should have, you Daredevil. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Daredevil's a great show. Daredevil. Daredevil would have been an choice. excellent answer. That Daredevil would have been a better been pick excellent. than Bull. <laughs> you know what it's the true. problem is? Bullshit. I knew that I was the last guy to get my question. 
Yeah. Okay. Well, un- unfortunately, so how many people so tried to pick the, the biggest? Ball? The biggest spear against Bull was when Jody's like, "Is he? Is he? Is he a lawyer?" And you didn't answer if he was a lawyer, yes or no. And honestly, no. that was like the clincher for your point going to Jody. I better go IMDb. All right, moving on. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, let on. me Google IMDb. Maybe your galactic <laughs> it was an excellent round. take down you, their you made, servers. You made a good, you made good point, Stavin. But, oh, no, uh, this as, question. Ugh. It wasn't about the cast. It was about who was better. All right, we're moving on to music scene. I wanted to throw curveball at you guys. I want to know who's the best yeah. punk band to come out in the past 10 years. They would have had to have formed within the past 10 years or potentially even uh, reformed if they were set up earlier. But it would have to have been some form of they would have to have live tour, played music or something within the past 10 years. So we, uh, we're we going to start with, wait, who did we start with last time? Was it Chris? Uh, Chris, we started with last time. So yeah, Gavin's this time it would be Davin. Oh joy. <laughs> All right. So I don't know anything about punk music, except what you've, I've heard from like older punk and stuff a little bit. But anyway, not a fan. So I consulted a friend of mine, and my friend assured me that punk is in fact dead. And having listened to uh, some new punk in preparation of this question, I think he's correct. Actually, when did punk become bubblegum? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. Um, but anyway, my answer is, uh, I don't even know. What is it called? Atlantic something. This is going Something Atlantic. Me, um, going down, going so the, the reason I chose this band is because they're Australian. And, you know, I mean, again, they don't sound like punk music. None of them do. Now. They sound like bubblegum pop. But if that's what punk is, then these guys are great because they're Australian. And what's more punk than Australia? Poisonous snakes, romper, stomper, you know, punk shit. So um, there you have it. Random Rick has the husband. All right. So we got Atlantic Stand from Davin. Oh, yeah. Atlantic Stand. Uh, that's Atlantic stand, not stand Atlantic. Okay, Atlantic stand. Uh, oh, it's stand Atlantic. It's stand it? Atlantic. Is it yeah. stand Atlantic? Atlantic. All right, yeah. stand Atlantic. It is. Uh, Australia doesn't yeah, even have the Atlantic, Atlantic Ocean. That doesn't make. I know, sense. right? That wouldn't it make more sense? To... Anyway, <laughs> we're we're digressing. We're gonna move on to Jody with his answer for the best punk band in the past ten years. All right, I picked a band called Neck Deep, which is a Welsh punk band. Uh, they're known for pop punk, uh, which is something that Devin, I guess doesn't like uh these guys were formed in 2012 um they were found by uh two guys which is ben barlow and uh lloyd roberts um the thing that's nice about these guys is they look at these punks (laughs) (laughs) i guess i guess it depends on how you define what punk is right uh but they're they're they stand for expensive hats all right, yeah. Devin. All right, Devin. Yeah, Sorry. Anyway, uh, these guys have been compared to like Blink 182, Newfound Glory, Wonder Years, uh, Green Day, uh, The Descendants, stuff like that. Uh, they've also done work with Fallout Boy as well as Sun 41. Um, these are these are guys that definitely know what it is, or at least what they're going for. Uh, I don't know anything about Devin's answer. I've never heard of them. Uh, Me neither. So, uh, but these guys, uh, for instance, their second studio album, which is Life Not Out of Get You. Uh, life's not out to get you. Sorry, um, that's her second studio album, uh, which released in 2014. It's actually very good. All right, so, we plus are on Spotify. Uh, neck deep from Jody. We're neck deep into this argument. So, Chris, what do you got for us? <laughs> okay, 
<laughs> so I love that Dave said on uh, on 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 the chat that like Chris, I don't think punk is your thing. Uh, I was <laughs> I was actually security for Punk Fest in 1996 and 1997. 1998, I broke my leg at Punk Fest because I was running through the forest and I took <laughs> a log. Uh, that's when I first broke my leg. So punk music is definitely my thing. And I chose a band called Sheer Mag. Um, Sheer Mag is an awesome band. Um, the, the lead singer there, Tina, like look at these guys. These guys look like punk. Uh, they got- well, No, when did punks become hipsters? Especially, especially the guy on the left. Um, yeah, it right. looks like he could be a mannequin at old Save, save your right. arguments. Save your arguments. arguments. Um, but uh, like, I am the most punk here. I've actually seen these guys at the marvelous, the marvelous lounge downtown in Brantford. Um, they've come up here to play. Uh, their their music is uh, like it can go anything from like seventies rock to hardcore punk. And her voice is like fucking a Janis Joplin voice, but like a high pitch. And it's oh, amazing. She terrible. just like screams it, and it's like, hey, with all the raspiness, and it's amazing. It, it blows my mind. All right, so we got sheer mag from Chris, and he's he's come packing with a full mag of arguments. Murphy, oh, you're more punk than any of these bands. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't argue I with that seriously. Now, Come now on, just Jimmy. just to, yeah. just to answer some comment yeah. questions from Random Rick, has there been a punk? Yeah, exactly. Yes, there has. Uh, to name three, Amel and the Stiffers, Idols, like there's great punk bands going on there's right awesome now, punk bands in the Australian there. sea. Um, and yeah, they do look like punks who turn their schoolwork <laughs> on time for, for our right. next evening. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're right, let's get to the art. They need to change right, start? start out off. Jody, let's start it off. Let's hear from you. What All do you right. got for us? So one of the most popular music services right now is obviously Spotify. They have quite a huge base. Oh, more uh, ratings from Jody. Here's why Spotify no, these says aren't no ratings. Way. These aren't ratings. These are actual monthly God. listeners, Devin. These are people that we Same have to listen. Oh uh, so for instance, Neck Teep this isn't a has 2.5 million listeners monthly. Uh, the next one up is actually yours, Davin, which is 1 million. Uh, and Sheer Mag has 80k. Uh, you know what? I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm in the punk culture, though. I'm not like. I'm hey, not you're more punk than these bands too. On, I'm not basing my answer on what I found on Google. That's oh, okay. not what the punk culture is about. It's, I didn't. I didn't find that on Google still either. Still 100 It's just gone underground a little bit, and that's the way everyone likes it. They could have one obsessive fan that's just like. I think the numbers are the really what speaks here, and the fact that you have two point no, five no more numbers. listeners, two point five million listeners Not monthly, monthly. Uh. That means there's 2.5 million people monthly that listen to I could have just Googled the stats before this debate and picked all the number ones. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Davin, interrupting me isn't going to make your argument any better. Davin, let's hear. By, let's by hear Jody's your, metric, the best movie of like ever is Titanic, and that's insane. Like, no. so let's like leave the numbers aside because the numbers are oh, bullshit. Oh, the numbers anyway. hurt you hard, don't they, Davin? <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, literally, look, you're, you're really upset about the numbers. I'm not. I'm gonna go pick up my guitar and strum one chord, and then I will be a more punk band than these bands. So you have how many listeners <laughs> on Spotify? <laughs> Some, but for my podcast. Um, Excellent. But again, I don't care about the numbers because that's not what this debate is about. If we're just going to do the numbers every time, Who is this is going to be a real boring punk debate. Band to come out in the last <laughs> ten years. Oh, I the Australian one because things are more punk down there, and they actually. Uh, oh yes. You know they're the guy in the left. No, they're team. hipster. Well, no, none of them look like punks. I can't even defend. They're known for big ass the fighters because dude. that that song I did listen to 
was actually pretty catchy the in one the chorus. Song? And my buddy, my buddy Coot says that their second album has no skips. I don't know. The guy, the guy, the guy, the guy who should win this so might that's be a, that's the guy who actually goes out and listens to the music and not the guys who... Yeah, go. my buddy Coots. Tech is already in my playlist, and that's why yeah. they came to me first. All right, I'm I'm starting to think. Okay, I think I've got a. I think I've I've made my choice based off of these arguments. But I'm gonna give uh, one minute each for final (laughs) thoughts. So, uh, Jody, final. I don't even need one minute. Uh, I've given you the numbers, Judge. The numbers don't lie. These are these are the listeners. These are the people. Oh, sir, there's Davin interrupting again because he can't handle it. (laughs) Can't handle real life facts, there, can you? Uh, Anyway, that's not what a fact is. That is a fact. That's a statistic. Statistics and facts. All right, Devin, okay, let anyway. him have his final thought, please. Anyway, doesn't right, you know what? I don't. He's so threatened that he has to interrupt me. I'm good. Let, no, I expect to lose right. this question. All right, um, Chris. You know <laughs> oh. Punk cannot be judged by a Google guy or a guy who doesn't like punk, who is below me. Punk should be defined I just told by you people who actually like it and go and see it. David, well, look, final thoughts? The best thing I can do, because I am at a disadvantage here, admittedly, but I can poke some holes in my opponents here. So, Jody, <laughs> screw the statistics. Tom Waits is a better musician than every punk band in the world combined, and some of them may have more hits than him. I hope not. But you know what? Statistics are bullshit. It has nothing to do with musianship. Who's better than who? I'm a musician. I can tell you that. So, Active listeners Chris, is bullshit. So, yours is bullshit. Yeah, okay. So, yes, because it's like... All you have to that's like saying do Nielsen is like convince a bunch bullshit. of 12 year olds your music is good it doesn't make Nielsen it ratings are bullshit anyway to you too, eh? so, it's just three people who turn it on to their vcr is good you got 20 Nielsen seconds ratings are full of holes and chris's um what did you pick again oh yeah yeah you, said, you don't even know so here's why mine, mine is valid <laughs> so yes i don't listen to punk but so i'm coming at it from a complete outside so it's like punks can argue about what's better punk till the cows come home because they'll have their own preferences. But I don't have any of those. So I, I would never in. argue. I listened to this Stand Atlantic. Okay. And up. the song Time's I listened up. to was Time's quite catchy. Quite catchy. Time's up. Time's up. All right. We're good. All right. Well, based off of these arguments, uh, I'm going to give this one to Chris because uh, he's right. He's, he's, he's more in tune with the punk scene. I listen more to these punk bands. How how I, how can you judge that he's more into the punk scene because he got drunk and and fell over a log? Which is it. punk as shit. Before it got yeah, all hit. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. He broke his leg at a punk show. You can't get yeah. more punk than that. I wore I mascara mean, once. And it, it, does that well, make that, me goth? That just, no, that <laughs> <makes you laughs> I agree with the judge. Chris should win this one. Yeah. 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 Chris is winning this one. Chris, Chris between, did between win the, this one. the look of sheer mag. And and just his his uh, his knowledge of his punk and he you know what? what it is. If Plus, anybody was good to win that, lie. I'm good with Seymour. <laughs> yeah, see, <laughs> like uh, at, a, at a reality, I listen to all three of these bands, and Sheer Mag was the one that sounded most like a punk band to me. The other two sounded like emo bands, and I was like, Yeah, ah, man, that's, that's what it is. The line. So nothing that's to do with the de- nothing no. to do with the debate at all, eh? Well, no, 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 no. no I wanted no. to see whatever had was going to do with the debate. He broke his leg at a punk with, show there, Spotify I came with a stats. I notion, but I wanted to come in with, listen to the arguments. Jody, all you gave me was stats and being like, they've got 2.5 million. Can, that makes them best. Yeah. That can, can we take a bet? That's not the only thing I, I said. Heard I said anything it was a great about album. Music. Their second album was phenomenal. He's just salty. He loves to see more of this round. Can That's we take oh, bets on which website uh, Jody consults for statistics on this next question? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's all go. Right, all right. Either way, Chris gets the point. We're moving the fuck on.
Let's see. Oh boy, what's it's time time for history. Oh yeah. GoTNN.ca says that one million people like sports. Sports goes next. All right, sorry. Not history. Sports. 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 Can't hurt so much when you fail. What is the best sport that involves a table? This is doing sports? And I wanted to see what the answer. The best sport that involves. I thought we were doing history. Sports comes after music. Are we doing sports or history? We're doing sports. Yeah, sports comes after me. We're doing sports. Oh, okay. Well, when he gave it to us, it was in reverse order. I okay, know, no yeah. problem. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so, Davin, what is yeah, your I just went first. the best table? Oh, did you guess what? No, I thought that I think uh, I'm first. It's Jody's, Jody's, Jody's turn. Oh, Jody. God damn it. Somebody tell me who's first. <laughs> anyway. I, I, I got you. I got you. Okay. Jody. <laughs> it's, it's okay. You're still doing great, Chris. You got you. Not started. Seymour. Time starts uh, <laughs> now. Round right, noser. So the best, the best sport that involves a table. Uh, now, obvious, the obvious choice is probably going to be something like ping pong or something because you know that's an Olympic event and stuff like that. Uh, but you know what? At trivial debates, we like to go around the norm sometimes so i went with billiards now i don't know why we picked this picture for it but there's many other pictures that are much better uh but that's fine this is the greatest uh, billiards picture ever what are you saying billiards is loved from uh, from far and wide uh you know this is this is something that people that are old play these are you know kids love it uh everybody enjoys it and the thing that's fun about it is there's always that element of surprise there's always that shot that doesn't go the way it does or it goes better than it should have um so it makes for an interesting sport and i just think it, overall it's it, it's a fun sport to watch now billiards obviously has various variations such as you know obviously snooker stuff like that uh but just overall i think it's fun uh, fun fun time on a table Fun time on a table with Jody and Billiards. <laughs> Let's see what we got from Davin. All right. Here we go, I Davin. Think Chris is next, actually, but whatever. But I can go next. Doesn't matter. I'm just going from top to bottom and like going down the row. But yeah, all right. Let's go with Chris. All right. Um, you know what? Um, billiards was one of my choices, but then I was like, no, that's too common. I'm going to choose something that's a great table game. I'm going to choose air hockey. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad we chose this picture for it. Oh, that's even better. Um, but you know what? This is a sport. This is this is a, a tabletop sport that I spent like quarters and quarters and quarters in at the arcade when I was a kid. When I was like 17, 18 years old, I would go there. I I I freaking love this game. Um, it's just like a little a little plastic puck that goes back and forth. It's like a pong like game. It's like the video game ping. Like Pong. It's like Pong, but it's with a puck. And it, it's <laughs> amazing. It bounces off. It's fast moving. Um, it requires immediate reaction time. It's an amazing game to play. Oh, is that it? <laughs> it's like Pong with a puck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let me just carry off on that tangent. Well, so Chris's is good because it's like Pong, which is a, a video game uh, adaptation of ping pong so he's saying his is good because it's like a, a bad version of mine so get out of here chris um so here's the thing we can we can say we can argue which one of these things we like better personally i would still say ping pong but here's why mine answers the question the best billiards isn't a sport jody said that himself he says mine is in the olympics mine is, is an olympic sport ping pong just because something isn't in the olympics doesn't make it a sport most sports end up in the olympics um, 
Okay, most billiards sports. actually okay. see pool. You but you chose was pool or billiards. Pool is a sub like a subcategory of billiards, which is a catch-all term for something that isn't a sport. They're something separate than sport. They are billiards. They're a ta they're a tabletop game, just like air hockey. Those are both very good. You're really games, threatened when you're using. But they are time to bitch about mine. That's amazing. No, no. Well, mine is fantastic. Ping pong is so fun. Yeah, it takes skill. You have to get good at it before it becomes very fun. But that's what again is like a sport. Like being shitty at hockey isn't fun. Being shitty at basketball isn't fun. The better you get at these things, the funner they are. Ping pong is amazingly fun. Okay, being an first of all, from Devin. let's hear the arguments. Being in the Olympics doesn't make it a sport. Like equestrian dressage is, <laughs> is a it's, it's, sport. It's, yeah, Olympics. that's a sport that according according sport. to the Olympic Committee. It is, but the horses are the athletes. Okay, uh, like the horses air are the athletes. Is is like fuck. You can hurt yourself in air hockey. You put what are you doing at air hockey? Puck, <laughs> it, it, it can hurt. Um, there's rules to air hockey. Um, there's like, if, if the puck bounces out, like you don't, you don't, um, you don't get your point. If the puck doesn't, if it tilts down and the other player can pull it out, you don't get your point. There are certain rules that makes it a sport. There's, there's certain rules. That does not make it a sport. And it's, it's a tabletop analog of a sport air hockey it's a tabletop like it's like the video game pong it's like just like you said it's it's just like, like pong so a sport yes exactly is which isn't a sport a sport pong is, is a video game activity involving yeah. physical exertion or skill oh my god he did what is this website jody which website did you consult me? jody hey jody can we know the website <laughs> i'm just looking it up to make sure i'm okay we with have it. bets here people made bets on this at home what so we which website you were going to consult Oh, is, Gavin, is this your only argument you have? You're so threatened that you have to do that. Are you, what do you mean? You're the one with You're the so crutch threatened. of the internet searches. I'm sitting here debating. I'm giving you facts. I'm not the one with the crutch here, facts. man. Do you know what facts what? are? If you think everything you look up on the internet is a fact, billiards you got some isn't a sport, about. according to you. It's not. Okay. Not so if if not in that? comparison, certainly to table tennis, which is in the Olympics, which is incredible is, to watch. And like, quote, you can barely see an it. Individual and they can or team it competes against another or another for an entertainment. Entertainment. What is more of a sport? The thing in the Olympics or the thing like drunks play at a bar? Like it's it's ping pong. It's 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 the best you don't have to be drunk example of a sport among There's these professional leagues for billiards with and among anything played on a table. Ping pong is. Hey Jody, here's what sport. I just googled. What's that? Although it's... air hockey is a professional sport, at this time as really see exactly the, the internet is so reliable in its searches. That's why we should so definitely use the internet. The right. global right. communication network okay. that harvests most of human Whoa. intelligence is wrong. Yeah, some of those Gavin are just games. Like, the guy who's drunk Whoa. in Nova Scotia is the guy who's right. Yeah, does anyone watch air hockey right. for entertainment? Oh, that is stop, a good stop, 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 stop. Okay. My game is fun to play. You can hold beer when you're not. Your uh, game is you my sport. All right, all right. Give me a second right. to gather my thoughts here. All right. I heard one argument from Davin that has put a critical hole in the both of Jody and Chris's argument, and I haven't heard them argue that? against that. Until oh no, you're setting them up. Jody had just mentioned <laughs> Google. Well, okay. Google. The other thing too I want to point out is I feel like everybody should refrain from using Google. I know you have a computer in front of you, but let's try <laughs> yeah. and keep it like this is about box, debating. Right? Debaters don't get right. up on stage and start googling stuff. Yeah. <laughs> now, that being That's said. 
I, hmm, I almost want to give final thoughts here. Um, but I also don't want to point out the one argument because yeah, I don't exactly want to skewing. skew you two mm. to, to, to start. So, his so argument I'm going to give one minute final thoughts. Jody, right, go ahead. I'll go. Uh, so basically, Billiards is it's a fun game to play. You can play with your friends. It's a fairly relaxed environment. It's not too, you know, it's not too tense. Uh, plus, you can enjoy it while you're off work, for instance. You can also do it professionally if you want. Uh, it's a great it's a, it's a great way of dealing with things. Um, and on top of that, you get to learn a lot. There's a lot of things that you can learn with billiards. There's a lot of skill involved to do it correctly. Uh, but you don't have to be that. You can also just be the guy who just shows up and tries. And if he fails, well, he still had fun. Uh, ping pong is an exertion sport. And I will definitely give you the fact that it is a sport. Uh, all three of these are technically sports. Um, and with that, uh, same thing with air hockey, air hockey is a fun time as well. However, I can't hold a beer and play at the same time. So, all right. Excellent. Final thoughts you know. from Jody. Chris, hey. what do you got for us for final thoughts? Well, it's too bad that Jody can't hear hold a beer and play air hockey because I fucking can. I don't know <laughs> can to do it. I, you know, I don't use both my hands on the freaking thing. I don't know what he does I can eat wings <laughs> but, while I'm doing it. So I, I can, I can hold a beer. I can eat peanuts. And you know what the best part is? You can play it with your fucking, like, your 12-year-old One other kid. person? And, and, no, you can play with your 12-year-old kid. And the fact that when you slam that puck into the net and it makes that sound, it makes like... When it goes Mine's in, a great community it's game. Awesome. It's the best sound in the world. When it jumps, when that puck jumps into the net, it's the best sound in the world. And you get the best feeling. You're just like, woo! And <laughs> you're looking just... You're just looking forward to the next puck. And just the sounds of the game, like, ding, 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 off the boards and into the net. It's amazing. <laughs> well, he's getting, he's getting rabid over here. Chris is getting rabid with his answer. <laughs> Davin, what is your final thought? Uh, Chris's speech right there is more of a sport than uh, Aaron. <laughs> so, but, but honestly, there is a difference between games and sports, and you have to be able to draw that line somewhere. And yes, it's maybe a hard line to draw. I don't think it is. I think one of the best metrics of that is the Olympics, because it adopts sports, even new ones. Like snowboarding came in, people are like, yes, that's a sport. Let's put it in. You know what I mean? And so ping pong is, like, I feel you guys, you guys skewered your own arguments. You said, well, can you play it while holding a beer? It's just like most sports, if you look in the friggin' Olympics, which is a good example of something that encapsulates sport, basically none of them you can play with a beer in your hand because that's what Roger, a sport is. A sport is enough. an athletic I've competition. Enough. I've heard enough. I've made my choice. Davin, you're getting the point here, uh, straight oh. up. Uh, why? Because he made the definition that uh, table tennis is a sport and the other two are just tabletop games. And I really didn't hear an argument against that. Uh, I'll, Joey, you did make a point, like, if pe between two people, it should be considered a sport, but it really, they do fall more so under games. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to give Davin that answer for, for table tennis. Well done, sir. Um, to be fair, that was a loaded question. I was really hoping somebody would say wrestling, because that's truly the best sport that involves a table. As, Not a sport. Uh, random Rick reviews pointed out. <laughs> you watch Dungeon Dragons being played, doesn't make it a sport. Good point, random. Good point. Yeah. All righty. Good debate, Rick. gentlemen. Good truth. debate. All right. I now really we're like actually moving. Now fun. we're actually doing history. So yeah, just now we're favorite. doing history. Oh, now man. we're getting into history. It's gonna You're get all playing my one. game now, boys. You're in my Recently, the new Predator movie released called Prey, set in the era of the Comanche 
I want to know what historical period of human history would make for a great Predator movie. Uh, Davin this time? I think it's Davin, sure. Let's go Davin. All right, yeah. let's do it. All right, so mine is awesome. So picture this. This movie is going to be something we've never seen before. A group of people not often um, represented in, or ever really, in movie. And it, it has so many sweet historical uh, things you can work with. So imagine you're in the Persian mountains. Okay, the predator is walking through the Persian mountains. And it comes across just this kind of inexplicable castle in the middle of nowhere. And he enters this castle grounds and finds that it's actually filled with the Hashishan and the old man of the mountain. So the word having history of assassins actually comes from the word Hashishan. And they were um, this old man of the mountain trained assassins to go out and do political hits and things like this in the mountains. And he fed them all, like got them all high off hashish because it made them like fearless and let their inhibitions go away. So the funny thing about this movie is from the perspective of the, the viewer of the movie the, and the perspective of the hashishan, they're just tripping out on hash because it was actually a psychedelic to them in those days. So it's like, it's this funny thing where it's like this action movie, but they're like, is it real to them? Because they're just like, anyway, it's hilarious. Persian Mountains. All right, so we got, we got Davin with the Prince of Persia versus Predator High on Hash. Uh, next, what do we got from you, Jody? <laughs> All right. Um, I, I decided to pick. <laughs> wow. Um, I don't even know how to follow that. It's so terrible. Uh, anyway, anyway um, I, I picked the Roman Empire. Uh <laughs> And the reason why I picked that was because it would be great to see, for instance, uh, a fight between a predator and a gladiator. Uh, you know, you also have great set pieces for this. Uh, the one thing that makes Predator a great, a great uh, thing to see is the fact of the fact that you don't see him often. Uh, and he also hides and stuff like that, too. So when you think about, like, for instance, the architecture in Roman times, stuff like that, it'd be kind of cool to see him, like, you know, like hiding in a coliseum and, and and fighting tigers as well, you know, stuff like that. Like all, all these cool things that um, definitely could have happened, like, for instance, uh, you know, fighting like elephants, uh, you know, various other things like that. So the, the hunting isn't just the gladiators. It could be everybody. Uh, but you also have some of the nice, uh, you know, conveniences of like, for instance, you know, you know, hydrodux and stuff like that. Like it, it, so for me to see something like this, I, I think it'd be interesting because like y y if you watch like something like Gladiator, for instance, imagine putting Predator in that like that would be incredible. Uh, it'd be amazing to see that like almost like a cage fight type situation. Uh, which would be cool. Tigers, elephants, and gladiators. Oh my, from Jody with that answer. And not high Chris. on hash. Not high on hash. Uh, Chris? Hashish, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's your answer for the history? Okay, my answer is um, a little bit uh, off from theirs. <laughs> my answer would be the 1960s. <laughs> the 1960s? I'm intrigued. 20 years before the first movie. Interesting. Yeah, there's, because this is a time of like <laughs> peace and love, and Woodstock was back then. And I Hippie think predators. like Predator would be awesome. It would be like like Predator would be like in the yeah the Predator would be like exactly like <laughs> this time, and Predator would be like in the back of a hippie band, and it would be kind of a like a comedy horror show. It would be like 
we would take from like JMU status. It was just, they'd be like in the back of the van and be like, somebody would be like, hey man, I just fucked an alien. And then then the alien would laugh and then they would kill him. And it, so it would be like a comedy. Have you seen mix. Predator? Yeah. What? You know what Predator is about? <laughs> no, but no, they, they could do that. They could do that. And it would be a it would be a different kind of movie. I'd make a whole different kind of predator movie. It would be all about peace and love and, and all about uh and then and then they then they all get killed. <laughs> all, right. all right, I gotta right, jump so in here. Got, I gotta jump in. Here. We got hang on, hang on, wait. On. We got Predator Shag and Shaggy in the back of the van at Woodstock in 1960 yeah. from Chris. All right, these are excellent answers. Let's get into the debates. Davin, who is it gonna be? Hash or, or, okay, or back in the Woodstock? Right, what's what do you what give us your give us give us your answer? Okay, look, Seymour's is not the answer because that's again, that's 20 years before the first one. It's like it's the soldiers will look the same if there's soldiers. If not, it's just a massacre fest and it's a Jason movie, not a Predator movie. Predator, you want to see up against somebody who could potentially best them. So why Jody sucks is we've seen this. We've seen Greco-Roman armies against monsters and each other. And we've seen it. God, it's there's, awesome. there's enough Roman content out there. No, it's basically just 300 oh, since awesome. they made the what Persians monsters in that. It, like... It, it, it's boring. We've seen it. We haven't seen this. We haven't seen the Hashishan. And what does that mean? Like, the initial assassins of history. What does that mean? We know that they were proficient with scythes, which is, again, something we haven't seen go up against a predator. Like a, an you army know what? I don't know about predator, but I think you helped me out. I think you helped me out with my point. Like, I think, I think if, if that my we've seen your movie before? Years before the Predator even came out, like, it, my movie would be a prequel. It would show why, why they're all prequels. Predator got so bad. Maybe he was just growing up. Maybe, maybe my Predator is a teenager. Maybe he's a horny teenager and he likes. Oh my God. See, I don't, I, I, I agree with Jody. I've never now? seen a Predator movie. Well, what would uh, I go now? Your movie, <laughs> my movie would be, my movie would be funny. Your movies, your movies would just be another Predator movie. My movie would be a great movie. Because <laughs> that's the question. That what would be a good Predator movie? All right. My movie I... would bring in millions of dollars. I don't know. No, it wouldn't. Would. Yours would just be another Predator movie. All right. If you two are done, can I can All I right. talk now? All right. Predator I'm going to make this very hippies. easy for you, Judge, uh, respectfully. Uh, both of these guys have picked something to do with hallucinogens. Uh, basically, <laughs> um, if you put people on hallucinogens against a Predator, they're going to lose. There's they, that's no not way the case they're going to win. There's no way they're going to win. <laughs> the, the people, the Hashishan of history, were given that it's be a to make them more movie. proficient. It, it makes them more proficient in what they have to do. I'm on lose Hashishan. Now no I'm fear dead. Because I'm My so movie stupid would be like that three, I... Three, these three original assassins... Movie. It wouldn't be a three-minute movie. Mine has great weaponry. Mine seen has a new setting. Stuff to it new characters. and stuff like that. The, the old man of the uh, mountain. Like, that could be the final line. boss fight. Like, Davin, every time I talk, you have to interrupt new me. No matter what. You can't that let me, me have that 10 was Google. seconds. It's amazing. I haven't even right, looked over at my section, screen yet. So. Take 30. Yeah. This is yeah. loud. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, can, can I? Do you mind? Uh, you know, we get, we got, we already have movies similar to this, uh, with monsters and stuff like that against, uh, against Roman, uh, stuff. I think that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you can get God stuff in there as well. The Greek gods, you can even throw in if you wanted to, uh, you know, stuff like that. It, it's, it would just be a nice, almost kind of a cross between a fantasy and a sci-fi, uh, a sci-fi setting in a way. 
which would be kind of cool as well. I just think overall it'd be fun. It'd be interesting. Uh, none of my characters would be high. Uh, uh, so that would be an instant win as well. Uh, but like, look at this guy. Imagine this guy going against when the Predator. We've seen it. We've seen your movie, Joey. We've seen your movie. If we saw it's, it, I would have already watched it. Jason in the Argonauts, 300. Yeah. We've seen, yeah. we've seen the Romans go up against This is a method that would work great. Oh, the the original Hashish is interesting. Like, it, mine's just a new setting. It's new characters. The old Man of the Mountain, Hassan Sabah. We haven't seen these stories told. Like, I don't feel the need like, to argue. That's so why the new one was so interesting. It's like, what would be a good sequel to Prey? Prey was interesting because it was a, a person in a group of people we don't get to see represented in film very okay, what, Great warriors what as they are. And that's what mine is. It's not see, going to. Do you want to see their movie or do you want to see fucking my movie? Do you no. want to see my I movie? definitely don't want yes. to see your movie. Yours is a Jason movie. I, I would be okay with watching David's movie, but I'm pretty sure it would be a very short movie. Uh, here, mine would be awesome. <laughs> Absolutely awesome. Because history has proven that. We have movies similar to this. Exactly. So you change out a couple and characters and you and watch it. Bang! It's way. awesome. Okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna re-emphasize what historical period of a human history would make for a great predator movie. <laughs> yes. You're all making super good points, so I really need a final minute thought here. So, Chris, uh, I'm gonna start with you. Tell me yeah. your final thoughts. Give me, give me a reason. Well, you know what? I think it would be a great movie in a great period of time because the 1960s. Um, you know what? It's a baby boomer era. A lot of kids growing up now don't know a lot about that era. They could learn about it. Uh, it would be a funny movie. Uh, be a predator movie. It could. It, it, uh, my movie would be a comedic action movie. My movie would combine both both elements. You have never it, seen it. A predator it would movie. be. Uh, <laughs> it would be educational. It would be hilarious. Uh, it would be. It would, it would, it would not it, fit into anything that they've done before. Come on, who's growing up? Who grows up now and knows it? Knows that Woodstock happened in 1969. They don't know everyone. That. Literally imagine, imagine everyone. The predator everyone. came out in 90. Yeah. Imagine the predator in because start at the beginning of the that. 60s and ended in 1969. At the end at the Woodstock, uh, fucking eat, eat, fucking. Um, <laughs> You're arguing that Woodstock right, is more right. obscure than Hashishin eat, in the eat, Persian eat, mountains. Eat Jimi Hendrix at the end. That's how he died. Instead of Jimi Hendrix. All right. So that's final thoughts from from Chris. It's uh. <laughs> About out there is all the people at Woodstock. Jody, uh, what's your final thought? Uh, I thought I've been pretty clear already on this, Chris, but I'll just emphasize that again. Uh, I think the Roman Empire is an interesting time period in time because of the fact that we have almost like an industrial things starting uh you know you have some modern conveniences such as you know flowing water and stuff like that um you know these are these are all things that can lead to interesting uh interesting set pieces um such as as i already said something like you know for instance coliseum fighting um you know stuff like that going through you know aqueducts and stuff like that um oh, yeah. all, all well, whatever you say but anyway it, it's it, to me i just think that that's a great era to um to be putting into and i think the the warriors that came out of that type of area make for an interesting match for the predator all right Devin, final thoughts <sighs> all right chris is, is again it's like anyway <laughs> it's, 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 you, you skewed yourself it's not obscure it's not a predator movie mine would have a bit of humor just because of the whole hashishan aspect to it but Here's the thing. We've seen Jody's movie. It's just, and it, it, it situa situationally doesn't work. The Predator's not going to hang out in your Colosseum to fight gladiators. And what made Roman um, in armies uh, 
formidable was the fat the phalanx in group work which is seeing not a roman much, army which is what is interesting come on but, man we've seen them against monsters a million times whereas like hessian were stealth warriors there's people that are into work out on in, an individual basis and like do combat on that yeah that assassin's like, creed so it's like worked really well he can come across like all these different assassins coming at him with so many different things because they're assassins. They're not just going to run at him with a sword like every freaking Roman warrior is going to do. Or a spear. Yeah, they're going to assassinate a guy they can't see. It's different. It represents people that we've seen enough Roman stuff. We know. Like, yep. Tried let's see. Let's, let's experience the rest of history like Prey does. Let's present a group of people that are worthy of having their stories told. And the Hashishan is one of them. It's super interesting. And lo it's loaded with myth, mixed with history. All right. I've made my choice. Okay. First of all, Chris, the 1960s, that, that would be hilarious. But the, 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 <laughs> the, 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 the thing that sunk your battleship is, I don't know anything about Predator. That sunk your whole fucking argument. I'm sorry. It was going to be educational. Come on, we were going to learn something. <laughs> About the obscure Woodstock really no one's ever heard of. Yeah, um, I really, I was like leaning towards giving it Chris just because of the absurdity of the answer. <laughs> but like, I just creative. didn't hear enough examples other than Woodstock and killing Jimi Hendrix. And like, there just wasn't enough. <laughs> Which was offensive. And Jody, Jody was bringing in hard-hitting... Uh, points, set pieces, uh, animal fights, um, all sorts of interesting facts. But Davin, he really sold it for me with the give a chance to show character development for a culture which we don't know of the Hashishans. I'm giving this argument to Davin because it was literally those final words, those final thirds in your argument that sold the whole thing for me. I was... Back and forth with all of you on this. Jody, you were making really good points. Davin did say it. We've seen a Roman movie like millions of times. There's different, very different versions. I, I'm, I think, <coughs> biased. I think Prince of Persia versus Predator would be a great fucking film. If the question was which yeah. movie would best sync the franchise, Chris would have had us. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. Well, Chris like Predator, maybe that's what I wanted to see his movie. I so. would totally watch Chris's movie before I saw yours, though. It would be the last Predator movie you'd ever see. That's for sure. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right, so All we're right. gonna get into the final question before final rounds. We got Davin in the lead with three and a tie between Jody and Seymour. So, gentlemen, it could be who gets the be in the final here. So, random question: Ebb Software or, uh, is uh, developing their upcoming upcoming first-person survival horror, Scorn. The game is inspired by the works of visual artists H.R. Giger and Zedzla Bekskinski. I'm probably butchering that name. I am so sorry. Uh, I want to know from you guys what famous artists would make for an incredible visual game design and bonus points if you can name a game studio with it. Chris. Bonus points name. for kittens? No. Always. Yay. You've already gotten enough bonus points this game. It's called awesome debating skills. It's called knowing the host right. for a long time. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris, guys, I think what, it's what what you got here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's your time. it is Chris's turn to talk to her. All right. I'm going with uh, an artist called Monica Kim Garza. Uh, I don't know if you have any of her pictures that you can show up there. Oh, there you go. There's a picture of her. Um, and I, you know what? I think she would uh, work well with EA Sports. 
Um, this would be uh, friggin'. This is gonna be a, a a Nintendo game, okay? It's gonna be on Nintendo Switch, um, and it's gonna be like um, um, like chubby people playing sports because this is what she draws. She draws. <laughs> <laughs> she, draws <laughs> she draws a lot of chubby people, okay? And and most of the time they're naked. And I think it would make an amazing game. Imagine like like. Chubby naked people volleyball. There you go. There's a people there's a picture that she did. Imagine like chubby naked people playing volleyball or playing golf or like this is something that only EA Sports and Nintendo could do together. Um, and it would be, I think it would be an amazing game. Like just you know what? It would, pr- it would promote wellness. It would uh, promote wellness. <laughs> it, I. Um, I I wasn't sure if he meant EA Sports or just EA Games, but he was specific on EA Sports, and I was like, I think he just meant EA Games. But no, he meant EA Sports, and he gave with excellent, uh, excellent examples of chubby naked people playing volleyball. I I would probably play that. What? Like, uh, why wouldn't you? Right? Why wouldn't you? It, uh, Jody, uh, what what artist do you got for us? Uh, well, I picked Picasso, and I picked it with the studio Double Fine Studios. Um, Double Fine, if you guys aren't familiar with them, uh, they did a lot of interesting uh, games. Um, they also did a bunch of remasters as well, such as Grim Fandango, Day of the Tentacle. Uh, but they also did original IPs such as like Brutal Legend, um, Broken Age is another one, and one of my favorite games of all time, Psychonauts. Uh, Psychonauts, I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but basically it's 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 a game that's totally out there uh, and it basically takes place in somebody's mind. Um, so when I got to that, I, I kind of thought, you know, something with Psychonauts, but with Picasso, let's say his blue period, um, somewhere like that. I don't know if you have any references to his blue period, but um, the 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 art style that's not his blue period but anyway uh but you could you could even use this technically uh when when we dream we dream realistically but when we play video games and stuff we have the we have the option to um you know kind of go more creativity and i just think having something like a picasso design uh in let's say a adventure title uh or a pick and uh, pick and click adventure kind of title uh would just be fascinating i I just think it'd be interesting graphic style and that's really what the the question's about picking picasso from jody a solid choice with double fine studios davin who is your artist of choice for this question i choose Escher, and it would be made by, I'm making a Super Nintendo game, and it would be made by Konami, who were all hits back in those days. Konami was the most consistent. Um, oh, I was hoping you'd show his art, not his eyebrows, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> is that his oh. art? That is art, yeah. Yeah, so the thing about Escher is, yes, he draws these just very strange worlds. Like, a lot of people are familiar with, like, the ones with, like, you know, staircases that go to nowhere and then you know you're coming out the opposite way like you know you could so it's like if that's the world and on which the game is played so it's like you can go in one door and you'll come out on the same screen but like upside down through another door going through another like it's just an interesting world to play sort of a bit of a side scrolling style game but you know a little beyond side scrolling because it's going to be all multi-dimensional this kind of weird stuff but mm-hmm. so it would just be a, a game in an interesting setting um, with beautiful artwork, it would be interesting to just kind of walk through in the Escher world, and uh, I think it would lend itself well to like sixteen bit. 
All right, so we got side scrolling Escher, point and click Picasso, and naked chubby people sports. <laughs> Gentlemen, <laughs> give me your debates. You know what? Right? Oh. My naked chubby people sports game <laughs> would be uh, friggin' hilarious, and I I think like it would be it would be a pretty sophisticated. Sounds like body shaming. It would be a pretty. Why is it hilarious? It would have it would have like eight bit music. It would be like do 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 do, and it would be it it is. I, I don't know. People playing. It sounds like body shaming to me. I don't like this game. If it's what? meant to be funny because the people are a little overweight, I don't like the the tone of this game. It's not it's funny. It's not funny. It's it's you said it was funny. What it, what it's doing is encouraging over people overweight people to get out there and do sports. It's not it's not putting them down. It's showing it's showing that over people overweight people can do this too. It's not being funny. Dead air. All right. Cool. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's I, how stunned we are. <laughs> uh, like, I, I don't know. He's making a great point. I'm not hearing anything else. I'm about to get. I feel like the guy from Billy really, Madison. Really respond to this because you know what? It's, it's just, it's, you know what? It's a great way of showing like, hey, don't don't worry about your body. Just get out there and play. Well, it's yeah. nice to have a good positive body image, I exactly. guess. But EA definitely wouldn't be the studio to do that. Oh, they would. Um, they're, they're like the biggest sports company on the planet. Sports. The biggest sports company that makes money. And do you think that that game is going to make money? Oh, yeah. <laughs> on the Nintendo, it'll make huge money. <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, we lost Davin, I think. Uh, oh. Well, I guess I'll go while Davin's gone. Um, yeah. Yeah, Chris. Uh, uh, yeah. All right, I think the silence what? speaks enough for Chris's argument. Yeah, um, as for mine, against it. as for mine, having it. having the You're diverse so right. collection that is uh, <laughs> the device, diverse collection of different eras and phases of Picasso, uh, <laughs> and having that into like an adventure type point and click type game or just an yeah. adventure third person uh, type situation, I think would be really cool. Um, you know, imagine imagine being in a world like this where you really don't know what is right, what is wrong where you're going a very confusing type environment as well uh which would lend very nicely to like a mystery adventure type game um i just think overall i think the art style that you have with picasso is 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 unrivaled in some scenarios um you know what monica kim garza is she she's a very talented artist but she does the exact same thing constantly um, well, and that's one I mean, thing that's going to get very boring in that game very quickly. Picasso uh, does the exact same constantly too. And you know what? If there was Picasso a game, doesn't game, you realize how good... many eras of Picasso there is, dude? If there was a good game, to you make don't it, know a damn thing if about. There Picasso, was a good game to make that. about Picasso. They would have done it in the last 140 years since he's fucking be dead. Picasso didn't die 140 years ago. Well, that's when he's born. Sorry. He was born 140 years ago. Can we fact check that? <laughs> uh, I was told not to use Google, so. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, D D Dave, producer, if you could fact check that, that'd be great. He was born uh, 140 years ago. Yeah, I'm, we're, I'm looking that up now. They would have done it in the past 140 years. Uh, he was yes, born because video games have been around for 140 years. He was born in 1881, so uh, that would make uh, it. Yeah, he's right. Yeah, about 140 years. Yeah. 141 years. Uh, yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. I'm it's irrelevant anyway because it's not like we've had video games for 140 years. <laughs> um, I really would love and to as for hear Davin, what Davin's thoughts on this, but he's completely here. I'll, I'll simulate Davin for you. 
uh, Jody, you're wrong and you use Google and statistics all the time. And Chris, you're stupid. There you go. I just did everything Davin would have said. Because your answer is absurd. Yeah, your answer is uh, okay. absurd. Um, Mine's clearly I mean, the only I, choice. I kind of, like, without Davin here to speak his portion, uh, and also he's, like, in the lead here. So, like, what's, uh, all right, we'll figure that out. Um, well, I think that's up to date. This, at this point, it's between Jody and and, and Chris, and I got to give it to Jody. He's he's uh, talking about more painting eras. He's talked about you know the 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 the, the depth of the video game, and he spearheaded all the same. Chris, what are you he's... on? <laughs> <laughs> like, what are you on? <laughs> and he also spearheaded Chris's work, which is like all of her work is kind oh, of. Oh, there's Davin. Oh, I lost back. that one because you weren't here, Davin. But that's okay. Yeah. You still, you still get lost. This program. So I had to wait for my friggin' internet to reset. Uh, Just give me right. one more second, there, right. fellas. Yep. All, All right. right. So guys. yeah, <laughs> Chris, you did you did an excellent uh, excellent presentation. I did enjoy your answers. They were hilarious. I always enjoy Chris's answers. You I thought that, I thought that his uh, like video game one was the most compelling for me because I was like, I until he until he backtracked. Until if he picked a different studio, I might be okay with this. <laughs> I was a little the surprised fact that he by picked the a literally worse well. studio for that would be terrible. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, EA I mean, it would was... never produce that in a million years. Okay, guys. That's part of the argument was when he when he gave his answer and then nobody responded. And I was like, I'm going to have to give this to Chris because he's the only one arguing right now. But, you know, you pulled it out, Jody. So good for you. Thank you. All right. Chris, it was in your I pull out game is strong, Chris. The, the only thing <laughs> I got to say is that every single game I play, I win music. That's it. That's true. <laughs> You're the reigning champion of the music. Category. And the worst thing is, he usually he usually picks something that none of us are going to bother to argue with him. <laughs> yeah, they're like, whatever, Chris, you can have it. We're like, whatever, Chris. <laughs> it's fine. Just the music. You'll break guy. a leg. Um, yeah, there's your one point, Chris. <laughs> All right, so we got our final two for the competing. We've got Dad. Right, we've got up. Jody. It's I gotta watch the speed one. rounds. Let's let's see if Davin cannot bitch about me googling a statistic. <laughs> Are you gonna Google more statistics? No, you told me not to, so I'm not. Really good. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So let's get into the bonus round, speed round. Starting it off for the movies category, best now. All right, uh, I guess I should first clarify first to answer. Right? Yeah. Yes, that's right. First and this, most of these are A or B questions. So yeah. Oh, yeah. are they? Okay. So yeah. Yeah. Best natural disaster for a movie, volcanoes or tornadoes? Volcanoes. Jody with volcanoes. Davin's going to have tornadoes. Jody? Have you ever seen Twister? A lot of people live in that movie. Volcano movies? Not so much. People get burned to death. They die. They get encased in in molten lava. Well, what's left of them anyway. Uh, Look at Pompeii. Look at what happened there. Wow. You don't want that. You don't want nothing to do with volcanoes, my friend. At least with a, at least with a hurricane and stuff. Yes, people can die, but they usually don't die from the actual thing. They usually die from something that happens, like they get hit by a car or something, uh, with with a hurricane. Volcanoes can kill you. They can kill you. You're a bottle. 
It's funny. The reason I didn't say anything at the start there is because I thought it said volcanoes or tomatoes, and I'm like, what? They didn't even spell tomatoes right. But anyway, <laughs> attack, of the killer, attack of the killer tomatoes. That's why, that's why tomatoes. That would be interesting. Here's why um, tornado movies are better than um, volcano movies. One, Twister is better than any volcano movie ever. Two, you'd have to be an idiot. You know, we see t- what makes tornadoes scary is they are unpredictable and can just drop down on you. Whereas t- don't you know be next to a volcano when it's erupting and you'll You're be fine. fine. So <laughs> volcanoes few massive miles long uh stuff. Okay. Into the it, air. So they you also have the there. ability to kill you later as well, after the initial impact. So with that, like for instance, the qual- so air. So cool. How long is your movie? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it does. If it's gonna kill you like years really. later, that's a long ass movie. You could you could easily put in a little cut that says two weeks later, and then all of a sudden people are choking on dust. It doesn't matter. It's a movie, my friend. That's, That's you're totally irrelevant. Uh, it, tornadoes are more exciting. Like you can do the running from them scenes. Like another one could drop right down in front of you. They can be different sizes, different speeds. That entire movie was erratic about patterns. Tornadoes. Volcano. You know it's going to erupt days beforehand. Just walk away from the volcano. Volcanoes. Do you want to die by up. wind or die by fire, my friend? I don't want to die by fire, so I'm not going to hang out by a volcano while it's erupting. Whereas there are whole parts of the world where you can't, like, predict. All right. All right. All right. Um, That's good arguments. I think I'm going to give this one to Jody for volcanoes. Uh, He was presenting more dangerous scenarios. Um, Yeah. Tornadoes just sort of like show up, and admittedly, I think out of all the natural disaster movies, I remember the ones with volcanoes more than I do the ones with tornadoes. So Jody gets How that point. That Twister premiere too. Um, New your cows, so Meg. All right, yep. <laughs> Moving on to TV. Who's the better team, Ninja Turtles or Power Rangers? Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Hundred percent. Oh, Jody right. had it first. Oh, Jody got the turtles. The Power Rangers just, The Power Rangers are just a just essentially a rebranding of something else. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are a comic book that got made into a TV show that got made into live action movies that are also awesome with the exception of the third one. And overall, it's great. You have different uh, different personalities for each one of them whereas you have different colors in the Power Rangers, whoop you do. Uh, and they all essentially just do the exact same thing just slightly different. Uh, whereas, and you don't get all that stupid teen drama crap that you get with Power. Your rebuttal. You get it with uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, there's no teen drama between like Raphael and April, or you know Michelangelo and April, or anyway. And we both went for Ninja Turtles because we like that franchise better. But they're not a better, better team. Choice. Here's why the Power Rangers are a better team. And for one thing, they actually do have a separate personalities, and they're actually more realistic people than the caricatures yes. that the Ninja Turtles Especially are. Especially when they're hanging but out. The, the Power show. Rangers, their whole thing is coming together as a team and working together to create the Megazord. Their whole Your thing rebuttal. is working as a team, where the Turtles are, don't do that. They're just The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles all complement each other. Not only that, but they're also related to each other, which they have that extra bond of being 
essentially family. Uh, the Power Rangers aren't family. They're just a bunch of random dudes that all got together and ended up doing this. And with that, yes, it's great that it, but it's still not really that great. It's based on a different, uh, a different thing altogether. It's just rebranded and dubbed. Uh, and with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles original IP, great, uh, great team overall because of the fact you're that a bottle. They're brothers and they they care for each other. We're not. The question isn't who's the better family or who's a family. It's the who's the team. better team. And Power Rangers is literally an analogy of coming together as a team because at the end of every episode they do that. They come together and work together to make this mega yeah, which Voltron takes all of together them. It to takes the full the team. Star. It's literally okay. a teamwork analogy. So if the yep. question is who's the better team, it has to be the Power Rangers, whether we like the franchise. There's better no better team than family, my friend, because family understands the needs and the wants that are happen with the other people that are in the I team. I would say families are more likely to be dysfunctional than a team that works together. That's right. Look at our Davin family. The turtles are. Yes, exactly. That, Davin gets the point. Davin gets the point for Power Rangers. He emphasized why they were a better team. To be quite honest, once I picked the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, I'm like, shit, I should have picked the Power Rangers because I used the analogy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are an analogy for teams. Uh, yeah. Yeah, excellent answer, Devin. All right, we're moving on to the music section. Name a show. Where's Chris? Chris gets the point. Most... I... Oh, Chris, <laughs> yeah, just give it to Chris. <laughs> All right. Uh, Much music. Oh, wait. Yeah, uh, Nate, which was the better music station? Much, Much. music or MTV? Much. So he basically Much. just read Much. the screen Much. and yelled out an answer yeah. before you even announced it. Is that allowed? I well, mean, yeah, it's up there. Uh, to be fair, I was tripping because I was reading a different question. I was like, wait, wait, that's not that. <laughs> but that's shit. not all my right, fault. Well, nope, that's anyway. not your fault. Uh, anyway, go ahead, Devin. All right. Jody, you Much is better voice? because. I can't argue for you. Sorry. Yeah, well, feed me them in text. Anyway, um, much the reason it's better. Now, they both started off strong and ended poorly, I feel. But what much hung on to the idea of music longer than MTV. MTV started the whole, we're just a reality show station that eventually plagued much music. But much, MTV did it worse and did it more. Much music was, for when we were growing up, it was the source for music, man. Like, the, they had such great shows. You're a bottle. Like frig- Sorry, I was talking to my kid. Um, <laughs> she needs a resume printed out. Sorry, I, I need to, I need to clarify one thing here. There was a slight mix-up. This is actually a history question. Uh, oh, this, this one is the music is question. Yeah, this oh, one's a history. Based question. on history, MTV does a better job. Um, oh, okay. So, with that, sorry guys, I, I I do apologize, but I have to quickly print something up for my daughter. She's going on a job interview, uh, and oh, yeah, I didn't no get problem. it until just now, apparently. So here we go. We're printing it now. Okay, so just grab it out of there when you're done. Okay, cool. Anyway, sorry, sorry guys. Uh, so MTV, MTV has a vast, uh, a vast back background. On top of that, it is the original music television. Um, so with that, you know, you have the fact that they established this category. Um, not only did they establish the category, and abandoned they abandoned it. it. Yeah, so did Much Music. Have you watched Later. Much Music recently? No, okay. they're both. The nice bad thing now. about MTV <laughs> is they branched out into other things, such as music-related movies, uh, music-related TV shows as well. Much Music did do some TV shows that were music-related. I don't recall a You're single a time that they've produced anything that was uh, other than a TV show. I think Much Music supported music better. Now it supported Canadian music. It supported 
more underground bands. MTV was always a little more mainstream. So was it as helpful to musicians and music in its, you know, uh, within its reach, whether that be Canada or the US or whatever. Being the first feel, time to produce a video out on, on live television. Yes, I know. Video killed the radio. No, it was popcorn with hot butter, wasn't it? But anyway, um, they were the originator. That doesn't make it the best. Much did what they did better. They, they clearly, they've they've managed to take the idea and expand on it. They expanded on the fact that they did music-related uh, movies, which is a big deal. Um, they also did a lot of TV shows, some of which are terrible, uh, just like Much Music. Uh, Much Music, I don't think, produces any good TV shows. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I can think of a couple MTV shows. Uh, on top of that, MTV also had some extra creative stuff, such as artist stuff like for instance animation they did their um, um their their different animation type stuff uh they also gave uh, way to a lot of different shows such as king of the hill stuff like that jody's points mm, none of it okay. had to do with music it was all about music, cartoons yes. and other things the better music much station music, doesn't say the better music supported music, music. And it video and trial music. was a show much music had um, yes. Yeah. Remember, there was remember also, Electric Circus? Vermont. Uh, pop up video. Electric Circus. Yes, it is. Which is the better music station? Uh, shit. But if this yeah, is the history really... question, it doesn't have anything to do with yeah. music. No, it doesn't have anything to do with music. It is definitely the history. And I think uh, I think I I'm gave you a history. This one but no, but that's not what the question is. Which was the better music station? Yeah, just because it's a music station doesn't mean it can't be better at something else. It's it's true. Well, it's, I think that is what it's asking. It's, it's, it's <laughs> well, hard gets to decide that, not you. Well, they. Yeah. They, okay. So they're both considered music stations, and when I say that, it doesn't specify music. It's about not anymore. which one was the better of the channels, <laughs> right? Um, so I'm going to give this one to Jody. He pointed out more historical winnings with MTV. You did emphasize the music, and I wanted to give it to you at that point, but the argument was what was the better station, really? Um, no, so. Yeah. That was the history question. We're going to reverse it a little. Go back to the music question. And this is the music question. It's not A or B. So you guys are going to, I'm going to give you guys a second to think about this one. The question okay. is, name a show with the most iconic theme music. Got it. Hmm. Come on, guys. If I was in this, it would be over already. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna say, I'll, I'll say Star Trek Deep Space Nine. I just, I love it. Um, <laughs> so, All right, I mean, <laughs> Star Trek Deep Space Nine from Davin, Jody. Well, he can start arguing. I don't have. Yeah, any. we have I to mean, get yours. Yeah. We? Well, oh, do you? I mean, oh, okay. Uh, I okay. I'll, I'll let uh, Dave producer. What do you say? Usually, we uh, if uh, somebody is chomping at the bit, we, we let the other person think about it for the 30 seconds. Uh, so uh, if they don't have an immediate answer, so he's okay. All right. Then, veteran, my friend. All right. So, Davin, you can begin your, your delegation, and then Jody will have to come to what the answer is. Well, I admit that this one does come down a bit to personal preference, but I would, like, I would uh, debate this in terms of star trek themes in itself and it being my favorite i don't think there's many more themes as instantly recognizable as one of those uh, original five show star trek themes faith of the heart um did you just give away with it anyway um so and it's it's a beautiful orchestral work it 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 doesn't get old like what was just played which once you hear that three times you just want to like i don't know, jump off a building or something it, you're a bottle it's, it's, it's just beautiful 
All right, I'm gonna pick and Ash. iconic because every time. What, I what even it, was it, Steve? Do, 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 do. You don't know Mash? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So whenever I hear that, even the first couple bars of that, uh, I instantly know it's Mash that's coming on. Uh, and Mash to me, the the thing that I think that is important about a TV theme song is it brings the the ambience of the actual show to it. Uh, now, Davin, you have a great example of that. Uh, DS9's DS9's music is pretty impressive, except everybody skips it now because it's so fucking boring. Oh, uh, but anyway, <laughs> MASH is interesting because at least something's happening uh, on screen when they play the music. Uh, but it also brings me back to that time when I'm watching it, and it's also giving me those feels. Um, Your rebuttal. Something I don't get from DS9. Being someone who does follow closely chatter around Star Trek, I can tell you the, the most common sentiment around the DS9 theme is that it isn't skippable and you don't you skip getting it. That because one, it board? sets the stage. It sets the stage for the show. And it, it's it's that orchestral that upwelling. That it friggin' brings you to tears every time. It's not one you skip. It brings like, you to like tears You, you do time. an innocuous... You might want to see a doctor, my friend. Like, yeah, no, Mash, it, Mash brings back so many it's, memories. It's, of it's a little riff episode. that can get caught in your head, but it's like it's it iconic have the episodes. Gravity and that that's something DS9 that does. Mash will never be able to be. Uh, Mash beats that hands down every time. I'm not emotionally attached to the theme music of DS9, uh, but I am producer Dave, producer Dave. Mash. Yes. <laughs> Are you emotionally attached to DS9? I like the song, but it's it I agree it's long. Um so oh. I you know. Well, I think it's iconic. And it, the the the, oh, vi the visuals that go along that. with it are, are, are gorgeous as well. I wouldn't disagree that it's iconic. Uh, the but I think mine, which has a much higher viewing rate and also ran for a lot longer, is definitely more iconic. If you're going to, it's go definitely by. better than. Well, like, look, that's a different era. Everything got twenty seasons in those days. That's not really fair. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's. I'm gonna. I'm gonna put it on the table straight up. Jody gets the point for Mash for most iconic. Uh, Davin, you gave a lot of points. <laughs> but they seemed like personal biases. You really didn't emphasize what made it super iconic. Just wondering uh, you guys would have killed the, you both in the music category again. What was that? I would have killed you guys both in the music category again. What would you have picked? would have been cheers. Yeah. That's I was going to pick Seinfeld. Oh. Seinfeld. Oh, see, that would have been a great answer hard. too. But I These went are with good answers. These are good answers. No, true. Yeah, no, you you nailed it on the head with that mash description and how it makes you feel when you listen to it. And yep, perfect, perfect answer, Jody. Gotta give you that point without a doubt. All right, we're getting to the final two. It's getting heated. Jody's in the lead with a single point. If he uh, if he holds it tight, he might just win it here. We got the sports question: Which was the biggest win for Canada? The World Series baseball Blue Jays '92 or NBA championship Toronto Raptors '2019? I would say the Blue Jays. Dabbing for the right. Blue Jays. So Jody's already. I know the other Raptors. one's more recent. Oh, Jody loves baseball. Here we go. The other one's more recent. But the thing is, um, why the Blue Jays one was so significant is unlike basketball that was actually invented in Canada, um, baseball was really America's game. It's America's pastime, as they call it. And having a Canadian team win America's pastime, I think. Um, had more significant impact, and um, you're it would be like, 
baseball. Just you're just folding. You're just folding. You're just like uh, no, baseball? no, no, not at all. I I just wanted to emphasize that baseball is terrible. Uh, and yeah, it's terrible. Wait, which um, one's Jody arguing? The basketball or the baseball? I'm by <laughs> he's the basketball. Uh, now yeah. the thing that made the NBA championship uh, for the Toronto Raptors in 2019 very interesting is the fact that this is a Canadian team in a very American dominated sport. Now, yes. I will agree with you. Baseball is very American as well. Uh, but it's assumed that America or Canada could win it, uh, where it's always assumed in NBA that Toronto had no chance. They're never going to win this. They're never going to win. Uh, so it's a better kind of comeback story, I guess, is a good way to look at it. Um, the uh, the thing that's about the NBA. Oh. I disagree, actually. The other one was more of a comeback story because the Blue Jays were way worse than the Raptors. The Blue Jays were god awful until they finally won it it didn't like i meant they almost did they almost did a money ball situation but again it's america's pastime like the blue jays winning the world series was like a canadian team winning the friggin super bowl like it that was yeah and it was so important that they did it again a year later because the that's how hard it was for them. Well, that's it. That's another reason that made it significant. Yeah. That same the Raptors team probably won't went win on to for another twenty keep years. It's going to be really the Raptors. The Raptors. The it, it, it's a more unexpected year. thing to happen. The it the, the ninety two Jays were a good team. Uh, the uh, Raptors were a good team in two thousand nineteen as well. But if it if if the World Series baseball was so exciting in nineteen ninety two, how could they do it again in nineteen ninety three? All of a sudden, why is it that it, it it's so important that it happens again a year later? Uh, but we're talking about the, what was the biggest wins? Like what was biggest in the moment that it happened? Yeah, which was absolutely. The World and Series the, viewer, the, the viewership on the NBA championship was much higher. I'm sure uh, because no, no, it was more accessible. No, uh, because no, no. in ninety two we couldn't we couldn't stream it online. Uh, you know, we didn't the have Blue all Jays these different devices 90... available. So if you go for the biggest win for Canada, if you're talking about Canada as a whole, you're reaching more people with the NBA championship as well. So you're also dealing with that. No, the, I remember what it was like in the Blue Jays teams. There were songs, there were albums. I had the Blue Jays cassette tape where it was yep, just like them very talking about, they like, made like Rock and Robin about Robbie Allen. Yeah, and I can't yes. go anywhere in and They sold out the Sky Dome. They sold out yeah. the Sky Dome. That's like yeah. freaking the, 60 or 80,000 people compared to 14,000. Yeah, I can't go anywhere without seeing a We the North shirt. So Which was like, I had All Blue right. Jay shirts. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> Everyone whoa, did. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, gentlemen. All right, this is very to be. This, this is, this is, this is going to be a hard one for me to, to honestly decide. I was kind of, I, w in, I was thinking 92 Blue Jays because of, it was 92 and it was sort of a global, like everybody heard about it. 2019 is more internet, but Jody did make a good point in the fact that, uh, you know, there's probably way more people watching the NBA championship game at the time. Than I don't have the conjecture. Yeah, that was just conjecture and I disagree. <laughs> All right. That's fair. Uh, that's fine. There's, he also mentioned that there, you can't go far without seeing a, we, the North shirt. Oh, um, see, I'm recency bias. This is recency bias. You, you don't remember Blue Jays shirts everywhere? No, I, yeah, I do. I remember 92. I remember watching albums. that on TV. There but... were music albums. <laughs> it was insane. Spider-Man showed up in a Blue Jays I, comic. I'm going to reach out to the panel here. Uh, Chris, uh, who would you give this okay, one? Okay, so the problem with the panel Why? is the panel likes baseball. Yeah. So this is totally <laughs> well, they don't. <laughs> Absolutely they do. 
I um well, it's, it's, it's too. not biased. Um I I would personally they both have good arguments, but because I also had the Blue Jays CD, I had the CD. I would go with that. Yeah. I had the CD. Like Rock uh, and Robbie. Tweet. Tweet. Yeah, do you buy Robbie, CDs man. in 2019, Chris? What? Do you no, buy CDs the Raptors in 2019? Album. I didn't buy a Toronto Raptors album. I don't no, even you know. Probably wouldn't. Do you know why? I do because it's 2019. I do not. Dave. I do not own a Raptors hat. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, I, I would just say. I would say like it's hard to compare because um, it's two different eras, and um, I'd say that because the Blue Jays came first, that might have more of an argument. Because, no, uh, but it was huge when the Blue Jays won, um, yeah, and uh, and the Raptors. I remember both. But when I was when the when the Blue Jays won, I was living in Montreal, which is was at the time which Expos territory. Uh, and we were just as happy about that a win. A Canadian team that also could have easily won. Uh, Do you yeah. remember the Expos? Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Expos were my first team. Like uh, I grew up in Montreal, so like uh, it was definitely a bit. It, we were we were equally supportive of the Jays, and so uh, I don't know. So I'd like to All say right, one you know thing what? before you judge. Okay, if you okay. don't mind. Okay, the question says, which is the biggest win for Canada? The biggest win for Canada is, how did it touch that many people? I've already given you the fact that it's touched way more people uh, with mine than it would be with that one. It, no. You're talking a much different market. And with that, it, it, I, I don't see how you can... Number one, you yeah. have two biases for baseball. The, the <laughs> Blue appealed to children as well. Like I said, they were in Spider-Man comics. You don't think they, basketball they appeals to, to children? One of the Not largest the the Blue Jays organizations were. The Blue Jays were is run everywhere. by the NBA. There were this, this, cool, really this is a tough one. It's a good question. This is so fucking tough. It was the first time in a Canadian team won an American sports championship. That's it. That's that's what I was looking for. That exact argument. That isn't They were the first... Okay, but like okay, they were the first. Great, that, got this. That's how you won the MTV argument. <laughs> yeah, that it, was a history. It, it would be arguably, it would be arguably the bigger win because here's how I look at it: the '92 seems like the bigger win because there was it was before really the age of the internet, and that shit was all over the place. And like I lived in small town Sackville, and I didn't watch baseball, but I sure shit knew about the Blue Jays win in '92. Yeah, because everybody really watched watch NBA. News. Sure, but I don't know that much about NBA. But the hype of the Toronto Raptors winning the basketball game was going on for weeks. The Jays almost seemingly came out yeah. of nowhere. Were you in? Were you in the so, city uh, back then? Uh, I was. Murphy? Yeah, I was. Was, it was, I was. I was actually rickshawing the streets during that win and it was madness and chaos and i sure. would have probably given it to that based off of my personal experience but i feel like the bigger win for canada was the 92 jays game because of the impact of the american sport and all that stuff so yeah all right well we Give got the wild card because we got to tie, so tie decide it Tie games. This uh, always happens when I judge. Jesus, it happens to a lot of judges. Don't worry. All right, final question, guys. It's an A or B. So final here we question. Go. Random. Who had a bigger impact on film? Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. Ooh, Jody got it in just before. I think Jody what? got it first. It might be. It might be internet latency. Who does to say, David? Yeah, I'm pretty, uh, I heard myself before I heard Jody. The judge, the judge <laughs> has to go with what he heard first. Wow. Uh, yeah. Charlie Chaplin has a much bigger influence on film uh name five buster keaton movies i don't think anybody can 
Okay. Charlie Chaplin is an icon, an icon. Uh, Buster Keaton obviously does have his own uh, accolades, but nothing like Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin is the guy that everybody knows as, as the guy in black and white silent film. Uh, he's that guy. He's the guy that played Hitler. He's the guy that <laughs> did all these things. Like it, it's your rebuttal. It, it, it's, it's, it's just an icon. Well, the thing about Buster Keaton is, look, he's he's not as well known because he doesn't have a Hitler mustache. But <laughs> but not Which to mention Charlie Ch- Charlie Chaplin was a pedophile too. But anyway, um, Buster Keaton is the person <laughs> other um, physical actors, even to this day, point to as the person they look to for inspiration. Oh yeah, not Charlie Chaplin. No, I didn't actually. No, it's things I've heard, like people like uh, like actors like Jim Carrey for your rebuttal. Charlie Chaplin is an icon. Uh, I don't, I, I don't know how you can make this any worse. Like it's, it's an I. He's an icon. You, you tried to pick him too, and the reason why you did that is because that's the name that hit you first. And if that's that is the name that hit me first, he had the bigger. That was the one that you picked, man. And yeah, you just even like Ninja Turtles. because you didn't get it first. So just like Ninja Turtles. Oh, absolutely. But that doesn't make the that doesn't make your argument. And it the argument in a minute. is just simple. It, it's simple. He's more iconic, which has a bigger impact on film. Plain and to simple. Us. I can't even name no. one No, 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 no. Let me rebuttal. Here's why Jody's not answering the question, and I am. It's not who we, the layman's, easily most recognize because he has a Hitler mustache and he's more cartoonish looking, so people do little doodles of him. It's who has a bigger impact on film, and that is the person that people in films look to for inspiration, which is Buster Keaton. The the General. Okay, there you go. That's one. The Navigator. The Great Dictator. Okay. Iconic movie. Okay, Iconic. I named two. You named one. Mm-hmm. So, but again, and we do you also the contributions he made by giving having his wife give birth to Michael Keaton, another great. Again. Michael Keaton character. is not related to Buster Keaton. I'm quite certain he is. Ooh. Michael Keaton's really uh, Michael Douglas. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought I heard that somewhere. Well, then get rid of that. Anyway. But he is the person that comedic we'll actors look up to facts now. for inspiration. I think he's even related to Keaton. I don't remember the name of the scene, but I've heard pe- actors and performers say that there's this one scene by Buster Keaton. Modern times. The, the kid. That is the most the, um, the great impressive These physical comedic iconic movies. Buster Keaton. You don't even know who the hell he is. Well, I got his lineage. He, he well, died in 1966. Uh, yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> well, here's here's... the same year I was born. <sighs> okay. So yeah. these are good argument years. points. Uh, Jody, I feel like you're trying to argue more for the iconicism of Charlie Chaplin. Davin argued for the bigger impact because he said a lot of filmmakers look towards Buster Keaton, especially those that With are in the Star Absolutely no proof. I can actors. say the same thing. No, that's okay. I've heard. I've now I can said look that up on Google if you like. I've heard that from several different actors. Like who? Like Jim Carrey, for example. Okay, Other let's find actors. a reference to that because you're full of shit. I'm okay. not full of shit. I hear that all the time. Oh, he's also the father of Michael, of all time. Michael Keaton. Okay, I had okay. that part wrong. Yeah, you've heard a lot, have you? Okay. 
But, you know, well. Okay. Well, I'm uh, giving you examples have, have this one, of what uh, Murphy. is um, a fantastic... <laughs> It's fantastic. Iconic. It's not about who we Perfect. recognize the picture of because there's a Hitler mustache. Again, because, yes, yeah. a lot of people don't, don't know who Buster, Buster Keaton, Keaton is. is so. But the people who well, make and act in movies do. Century, the century guys. But, like, but Gavin yeah, has heard that that is an influence for everybody. Not everybody, he but I've that. heard so many physical comedians say it in interviews. It's including Jim Carrey. Including bigger impact on film. Films yes, on like the he, film he, industry. Yeah, Charlie Buster Chaplin Keaton is studied in basically film invented his, his, physical some of his acting. Movies are considered like he was the masterpieces, most... and they're comedy. So are so are Buster Keaton's. Okay, well, you're on the here. Uh, that is. He's the one that influenced the people making movies. I've never heard a single right. actor or anyone say that. Was the, if he was the dad of Batman, okay, but uh, he's, he's not the dad. He's he is not. He is definitely not. So okay, yeah, I messed that up. And he's not related he's to Duncan like, Keaton either. Is he related to Michael Douglas? Uh, <laughs> which Michael Douglas? All right. Um, he's fucking Batman. Give me a it's it's what I legitimately movies, not Batman is created an image. Yeah, yeah I, I'm. I think I'm gonna have to give this one to Davin for the the buster. He he made the points about how he he's more of an impact on film. Charlie Chaplin, I I just heard he's iconic. He everyone knows Charlie Chaplin, sure, but I don't know how long have you known really Davin? If how long I don't if know. That, like literally, you know everyone that go and play in these debates longer than me. Every single one yeah. of them. So don't go there, man. <laughs> well, here, here's here's the thing, longer. right? <laughs> uh. When I think of films, I know both of these gentlemen's work. Um, I I think of the techniques that Buster Keaton introduced into film. Charlie Chaplin did that a lot of character knows. work. Mm-hmm. Character. I mean, okay, did you ever see He's the modern scene where study, somebody? But that's fine. You ever you ever see that classic scene where a, a house falls and somebody's standing and they go right through a window? Buster Keaton was the first one to do that. Um, Buster Keaton. Man. Everything he did was a stunt. So I'm giving this point to Davin. Um, and purely not beyond bias because I am a big Buster Keaton fan. <laughs> and that means... Oh, that kind of seals the deal. But anyway. Uh, uh, that's, well, that's, that's, that's all she wrote then. All she wrote. Davin is our winner. Well, at least he can get a win once in a while. Remember, he's going to kill galaxies. He can't even keep his fucking head on his body. Davin was so thrilled about this win that he lost his head. Um, exactly. I got great debates. Excellent, excellent all around. Um, yeah, yeah, guys. I, Chris, what do you I, think? I, I wanted. I. Jeez. Ah, I, I should have won. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> we all. Think we'll that. do an all music debate and all I, judging. I, your you predator was one of the funniest ever. I gotta tell you, Dude, and, uh, I was. He slaughters. I was really I hoping for understand. more examples. Go on. I don't know how. Chris, I, mean, I just need to know who exactly is the predator fighting in your movie? Is it the hippies? Well, no, he's gonna eat them. Yeah, but who does he? Where does he, where does he eventually encounter a fight? What? Is it just a slaughter fest? I don't know what he does. Yeah, he's the predator. I don't know what he does. You think you predator would have at least to represent like came up with an yeah, what what is this predator franchise? Let me do a quick search and then I'll yeah. have the the idea. No. 
only been around since the 80s, but yeah. But, I didn't even do a search. Crazy. No, we know. Yeah, we it's <laughs> I just like I'm just like, I don't know, like fuck, the predator should be around in the 1960s. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Well, it was an excellent show, gentlemen. I think we put on a great show. I know yeah, yeah, thank you. things coming down the pipeline. Big Dave, what do you got for us? Uh, yeah, like we got lots of different things coming up here on our channel. Uh, well, Trivial Debates the once a month. Uh, we're doing a bit earlier this month, of course, because uh, we've got my brother's wedding next Saturday. So we'll be back probably for the end of September, probably around September 25th or so uh, for the next edition. We'll kind of figure out who's involved with that. Also, you should check out our um, Star Trek themed channel called Live Long and Podcast, where Monday night's Star Trek Enterprise rewatch series. Uh, Jody, we're covering, uh, along with Adam Woodward and Kevin Millard tomorrow, the episode Dawn. Yes, uh, that's tomorrow night. That's from season two, and then uh, this uh, Tuesday on Star Trek: Deep Space Nine at nine ish, uh, going through every episode and reviewing and watching that one. We're doing uh, the episode from uh, the fifth season. It's called Impoc Nor. Uh, we'll be on with Jeff Mater. Episode, you can definitely skip the intro. Tuesday night, uh, <laughs> and then on and then on Thursday, uh, we got Star Trek Lower Decks coming back for season three. Uh, I got to still figure out the time and the panel for that one, uh, but Davin's going to be in town, so I'm hoping we're going to find a way to uh, get that I'll, done. I'll I'll be See on what we can do. next panel. <laughs> yeah, uh, earlier in the day the better because um, my anniversary is that day as well, so I got to try to uh, happy, get that anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you. Happy anniversary. And then, uh, what else, guys? Uh, we have um, on Super Mater Brothers podcasting. Uh, we're cu currently covering Big Brother season twenty-four, USA version, with Jeff Mater and Jamil Robinson over on Super Mater Brothers podcasting, our other channel. We've also covered Survivor this year and uh, Big Brother Canada. So check that out over on that channel as well. And um, uh, we got uh, what else? What am I forgetting? Davin, your podcast, Locutors of Trek. Oh, yeah, I have podcast Locutors of Trek. We just did a, a class L probe with Adam Woodward. And myself oh, and Dave, L. yeah, class L probe there. We deep dive into the debate nine topics. What did we do? We we deep dived into uh, does Admiral Power corrupt? Absolutely, always. Does uh, does Deanna Troy nailed. commit professional malpractice by reading the emotions of the crew? Yes, mm -hmm. and I completely agree with that. It was, it was an interesting discussion on that one. And uh, and then what, the other what about an X rated? X rated? Yeah, yeah, we're doing. Uh, we're going to be doing it Monday instead of Tuesday this week, and it'll be late, late, so we're calling this one X-Rated After Dark. Oh, After Dark. But aren't they all we'll be finishing off after the, the Dark yeah, Phoenix? Well, no, because we eight 8 o'clock here, and it's summertime, so there's still daylight when we start to normally. Um, wow. um, uh, yeah, and uh, that'll be the end of the Phoenix Saga. All right. Well, check that over. X-Rated and Locutors a track as well. Uh, check out the Hellbound podcast every Wednesday with Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan. Uh, it's a horror-themed podcast. As well as my son, Eamon Mater, also known as Sam Jerka, is doing Let's Talk About Fighting Games with his brother, buddies Super Smash Bros. Seth and Paranoia over on Spotify or wherever you get your audio podcasts. Check that out. And that's it, guys. I think we can wrap up on this edition of Trivial Debates. Uh, it's been uh, episode. This was our 66th episode, not episode six. Can you can you put the titles back on for everybody? Oh, look, Jody, most wins ever. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad I'm recognized. Still, still, still the the, the all time champion there, Jody. I am. All right, and uh, thanks for being with us. Great job, Murphy, on your hosting, and uh, we will see you on the next Good time. Questions. All right. And this is the most iconic theme music Very ever. Very good questions, by the way. Yeah. That's true. Oh, wait, this one's good. Yeah, this has... nah.
Where's the skip button? Skip intro. 